welcome to Second Look. This is the show brought to you by the Outset Network, where we pause and take a second look at issues and events in politics, culture, and faith. Uh, I definitely want you to go check out, I mentioned we're brought to you by the Outset Network, definitely go check out the other podcasts we have at outsetmagazine.com slash podcasts. We've got a great slate of shows for you to listen to, so make sure you check those out. Um, my name is Benjamin Green, in case you didn't know that. If this is your first time tuning in, I'd recommend you go back and listen to the last few episodes of the show. We I did 42 episodes and then took about a year and a half off, and we've brought the show back with a slightly different focus. So start with episode, like, 43. It's called Second Look Returns. And go ahead and start listening there all the way up to now because that's kind of setting the foundation for the show in the future and two weeks ago i had an episode and i said next week we'll be looking at what it means to have an integrated life and it just didn't work out for me to get that episode out last week i apologize but hey it was not a year and a half right so that's good uh, <laughs> so today we are looking at what does it mean to have an integrated life? And why is it a good thing to have an integrated life? That's a phrase that I've used a lot in the last few episodes, but it's maybe an ambiguous phrase. Well, according to Merriam-Webster, the word integrate means to blend into a unified whole. So how do you take your life and blend it into a unified whole. Maybe you're thinking that you already have one. You might say, well, hey, I have a, a personal mission statement and I work every day to fulfill that mission statement. That means my life is integrated, right? Well, an overarching life purpose, a personal mission statement is a great first step in the right direction. But it's not the same thing. A truly integrated life doesn't just say, hey, look, every day I'm going toward this, this mission. Everything I do, it points toward that mission. In an integrated life, every activity you do, every interest you pursue, it, it all does point toward one common purpose but also all of those activities and, um, and, and pursuits are integrated with each other. They are interdependent and they all build on each other. So all of your activities and interests um, depend on all of the other ones. So maybe that's a little weird. Um, an analogy that works decently for this is that of a tree. Uh, the, the, you have in a tree, you have roots, you have a trunk, and you have branches. Apologies to any botanists who may be listening to this show. I know that's oversimplified, but hey, you have roots, you have a trunk, and you have branches. And those roots sink in. So in an integrated life, the roots are that purpose. The trunk is your own identity. 
And the branches are your different interests, your, the, the things you do with your time. Each branch in a tree works together with all of the other branches for growth of the whole tree, for growth of the roots, for growth of the trunk, for growth of the branches. If one branch is removed, the tree has to readjust. The reason it has to readjust is because no branch of a tree is isolated. They're all part of the same tree. So in, in living an integrated life, each of your pursuits, the branches, support each of the rest of your pursuits, the other branches, and they all work together in pursuit of a common goal. That's growth of your own identity, the trunk, and depth of life purpose in the roots. This is the exact opposite of the default mode of living here in America, and I assume throughout the West writ large. We, we are told to compartmentalize everything. We are told we need to have a personal life and a business life and that we can have political opinions and religious opinions, but they should never interact in the same spheres as our sports opinions or our music opinions. We're told by society that we need to maintain all of these different selves and that they can only pop out at certain times when everybody else agrees it's okay. Separation of church and state, uh, as it is publicly conceived, plays into this. And then most, most famously is business life and personal life. I want to be clear, this is not a discussion of behavior. The appropriateness of your behavior definitely does and should vary depending on your surroundings. But what should be unmoved by your surroundings is the very essence of your life. You should not be a different person depending on your surroundings. Compartmentalization, quite frankly, is not natural. It is not the way we were designed to live. If you watch kids, they don't compartmentalize anything. Uh, hopefully their behavior changes from place to place. If not, they might get in trouble. But no matter where they are, kids don't stop being themselves. Kids say and do all sorts of things that adults would never do because they aren't afraid to show their true selves wherever they are. Somewhere along the line, this stops because we're told that different parts of ourself shouldn't come out at school, in the classroom, and then when you get a job, different parts of yourself shouldn't come out on the job. I think that's fundamentally unnatural and unhealthy. When I was on uh, Stephen's show a couple weeks ago, definitely go and check out that interview if you missed it, and just listen to Stephen's show. He's a fantastic interviewer. It's a lot of fun to be on, and I really enjoy listening to his show too. When I was on that show with him, I talked about a scene from You've Got Mail, which, just for the record, is one of the greatest movies in all of cinematic history. Uh, <laughs> but there, there's a scene in there where Tom Hanks is attempting to apologize to Meg Ryan 
uh, for putting her out of business. And in this scene, he says it wasn't personal. And Meg Ryan responds by asking, why does everybody say that? It wasn't personal? It was personal to me. I think this is emblematic of how we all really feel at our core. You know, Meg Ryan's character, Kathleen Kelly, had owned a family business that was by nature very personal. She did not have a compartmentalized life. I think if we get rid of compartmentalization, that this the notion of an integrated life becomes clear, almost obvious, the natural course of where our life should go. But why should we want to get rid of compartmentalization, right? Um, I'm not simply saying we need to get rid of this just because I don't like it, just because it's bad. I think it has a lot of negative side effects. Um, if, if the fact that it's not the natural way of living is not convincing to you, consider the fact that compartmentalization naturally breeds inconsistency and, and hypocrisy. People have contradictory beliefs and perform inconsistent actions. Think about just this past week, we had a congressman who has been known as a pro-life congressman, and it turns out that he urged his mistress to get an abortion when he found out she was pregnant. And I suppose I should say allegedly in there. I don't know if he admitted to it or not. But assuming that he did, this is just natural. You know, he had his public persona and his private persona. They were fully compartmentalized from each other, not interacting with each other at all. Say one thing, do another. It's the natural form of, of compartmentalization when it comes to politics. And... And we see this everywhere, that that people will say one thing and then, p politically, people will say one thing, have one opinion, and then go out and vote the exact opposite of that opinion because their vote is hinged on one little thing, the single-issue voter, rather than people who take into account all the issues and, and go vote together. The, that's inconsistent, that's hypocritical, and it comes from compartmentalization. And also, compartmentalization is essentially an alternate reality. It says, okay, everything in life can fit in a little box, and I will just build my life around these little boxes in my mind, and I will jump into this box when I'm at work, and I will jump into that box when I am at home, and and it'll all be great and nice and tidy. And that's just simply not the case. Life is messy, um, and when the messy things happen, a compartmentalized mind is not prepared to process them. It... The, the messy things in life actually break the fabric of that alternate reality that a compartmentalized person is, is living in.
So at its core, compartmentalization is very fragile because it it isn't grounded in reality. It isn't grounded in timeless truths. It's just a theory of the way we should live that fits very well with our 21st century Western lifestyles. So then, how do you integrate your life, you might wonder? Well, let me tell you first how not to do this. The, the wrong way to try and integrate your life would be to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to choose a life goal for myself, and then I'm going to use my willpower to bend everything that I do to fit with this one life goal. That will lead to exhaustion, that will lead to burnout, and that will lead to you giving up on it and just returning to the normal way things are done. Instead, if you want to integrate your life, it starts by asking yourself questions. And the biggest question is gonna be why? Now, the purpose to these questions is you need to figure out where your roots are right now. So if you were to sit down, like I said a moment ago, and just pick a life goal and try to bend your will to pursue that life goal with everything you have, that is not taking into account the fact that you are already a person now. You already have roots. So we need to figure out where those roots are. And if you don't like where those roots are, once you figure them out, it is possible to change it. But that is something for a different episode, I guess. We're not going to talk about that today. But, but first, we need to figure out where the roots are. We need to ask ourselves the question, why, to get there. It, it, a few weeks ago, we talked about how on Wikipedia... Pretty much any page leads back to the philosophy page. This is what we're going for here. If you keep asking yourself the question why, it will lead to something. You have roots somewhere. At your core, there are reasons why you do things. We're trying to figure out what those reasons are. So take some time. Figure this out. Figure out what your why is. And then with your roots in mind, think about what your trunk is. What is your identity within that greater purpose? It, it's at this point that I would be doing you a disservice if I did not mention that any purpose less than bringing glory to God is a waste of time. Any identity other than being Christ's follower is lacking substance, and any purpose or identity apart from those two things will lack wholeness. If you want to talk more about that, send me a message on Twitter. My, my handle is at BeGreenAZ, and I'd be happy to talk more about that to you. So once you have figured out your roots and your trunk, then we have to get the branches of the tree of your life healthy. The first step here is pruning. 
which you might expect. We, we have to cut things out that don't belong. This is something that I think minimalism does very well. I think minimalism is a close step. It's, it, it has some key, key um, lackings. <laughs> I can't come up with a better word than that. But minimalism says that all the stuff that you own, all the, all the things that you crowd your life with, they're actually drowning you. And you can't find your way, you can't find your own purpose and identity unless you cut out the stuff. That's definitely one part of it. We also need to look at, at the way that we're spending our time. And a lot of minimalists go this second step. And is your job um, in keeping with your identity and your purpose? Are you in the right career field? Do your hobbies contribute to this? Well, when you start with a purpose that you like and an identity that you like, then you will know which which branches you need to prune and, and which ones you need to cut off entirely and which ones you need to support. You're not going to have a tree that has the roots of an oak tree and the trunk of an oak tree and then cedar branches. <laughs> if you find a cedar branch, cut it off. Chances are you'll be doing things with your time or your money that aren't in keeping with who you are. And you have to cut those off. When you're done with the pruning, the next step to getting an integrated life is is filling the gaps that you just made. And this is where our, our tree metaphor breaks down just a little bit because uh, trees don't grow instantly. But if you cut things out of your life, something is going to fill that gap. And you need to intentionally decide to fill that gap with things that are going to benefit you by supporting your life purpose and supporting all of the other things that you do with your time. So you need to be very intentional and careful when you are deciding what activities to bring in to fill those gaps. But once you do that, you're well on your way. Obviously, no one is going to be perfect about this because nobody all 86,400 seconds of the day sits down and intentionally decides, okay, now I will breathe in. Okay, now I will breathe out. Okay, now we, we cannot have mastery over every single aspect of the minutia of everything that we do. That is not realistic. That is just simply impossible for humans. But integration is also a process. And so it's about a journey of getting closer and closer and closer to that point. So I'm not perfect at this. I struggle with it every single day, but it is a worthwhile fight to bring all of my life together as a unified whole behind one essential life purpose and so that every aspect of my life is in pursuit of that purpose and also in support of all of the other aspects of my life. If you do this, 
I promise you, it is so rewarding. It is so worth it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. As I mentioned, my Twitter handle is at BGreenAZ. You can follow me there. And you can also follow me on my personal account at BenjEngEng. That's B-E-N-J-E-N-J-E-N-J. Make sure to check out all of our Outset podcasts at OutsetMagazine.com slash podcasts. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please go give it a rating in iTunes. Uh, that helps us gain some critical exposure. We're trying to grow this network to make sure that we can produce content for you for a long time. Thank you for joining me on today's second look and hope to see you next week.